What? <laughs> you just talk super fast. I was just trying to Even. Um, okay, so, okay. Christian is my guest on the show today, and we are going to be doing a QA brought to you by our DMs. Um, don't brought worry. to you by you. Yeah, actually, brought to you by, brought to us by you guys. Brought to us by you. And Christian, he yes. is aware of the fact that he does not need to wear these headphones because he's here, but why are you wearing the headphones, actually? Because you said that my hair did not look that good, and because. No, I said wear a hat. No, no. Yeah, but I think that the headphones make me look more official. Well, that's true. Except for I kind of debunk you by not wearing them. But that's okay. You do you, boo. How do you mean? Um, all right. So let's get to the Q&A. We will start with the question of the podcast, only a little bit different. Someone asked us, what is the best relationship advice that we have ever been given? And we had two different answers, but um, yeah. both really good advice. So Christian, yeah. what's yours? That's a really good question. Um, the best piece of relationship advice that I've been given, um, I heard it from uh, Rich Wilkerson. It was a sermon, and he said, the bait that you catch them with is the bait that you'll keep them with. And that really just rang true for me in the season of life that I was in. Um, you know, just thinking about that person that I was going to spend my life with and, you know, getting through that process of getting to know somebody and dating and just really, um, you know, there being nothing you know, superficial or there being nothing that's not truly authentically mm-hmm. me. And just that idea of whoever I get to know, they're going to love me for the things about me that, you know, are... The good, the bad, the ugly, whatever. And the um, things that you care about. Like, yeah. You really cared that you had a Christ in a relationship, and so you wanted to find someone who loves Christ. And yeah, so when we met, yeah. like, I just didn't want there to be anything in our process of getting to know each other where I was, like, acting a certain way around you and then my friends and doing different things, you know. So I yeah. wanted to try to be, like, yeah. you know, that idea of... Just this is being who I am. real because yeah, just being real. the truth will come out, especially in relationships. Like if you're gonna marry someone, you're gonna find out who they are. And so don't hide who you are. Like be upfront about that. And I actually saw you give that advice advice to one of your friends because they were like, Oh, I want a relationship like you and Sadie, like I so want that. But they were like dating people that weren't godly women. And you were like, Hey, like if you wanna have a relationship like me and Sadie, you have to date someone like Sadie, not in the way of like, oh, you have to be like me, but they should be pursuing the Lord. They should be a positive person, be someone you want to hang out with. You know, I think so yeah. many people are like, oh, well, I just like that person because they're attractive. So we'll date and then hopefully it works out and I have this godly relationship. When you have a godly and a pure and a good and a joy-filled relationship, when you as individual people are godly and joy-filled and you pursuing know, that. Pursuing yeah. that. Um, yeah. So that was really good advice. Um, my What about you? My best piece of advice was from, I have two. One was from Memo Joe, my great grandma and she said stop pouting it's stupid and i just thought that was so good because it wasn't like some like well put together saying it was just like you should stop pouting because it's actually just stupid to pout and i think so many times like you can just be annoyed and just kind of be like you know what like i'll want you to know that i'm annoyed so you just like walk around Mm -hmm. and it's like why do you do that? Like, just stop. And I actually yeah. thought about this the other night because this is funny. So I was like, whenever uh, you told me not to get you a cheeseburger and I didn't get you a cheeseburger and then you wish I did get you a cheeseburger and then I was all sad because... Then well, I didn't tell you not to get me one. I just said maybe not. 
He said maybe not. So I didn't get my cheeseburger. Apparently, I should have gotten him a cheeseburger. And then I was like all sad. And I was like, well, why did you tell me that and all that stuff? And then right after, you asked me to go start your bath water. And honestly, I wanted to have an attitude. What? But I did it. But I did why? it. I went in. Exactly. It was stupid. It was stupid. I was annoyed because I was like. You invite me on your <laughs> podcast and you just make fun of me. That's just. Because that day, it was just little annoyances building up. And then you're like, you go start my bath water. And I went to be like really yeah probably after as I've i was done rocking all of this stuff after i've done all, no i was rocking thank her to sleep you. What was I doing you? Then? you were gone you're at your softball game and so thank you i was so, and then you call me and you say can you start my bath water after i was taking care of the dog and the baby and everything i was like is that all that you need sir well your friends but, were in town but listen okay so that's you had, unimportant you had, you had that's help. unimportant you had help Shh. my point is i could have pouted <laughs> But it was stupid. So uh, what did I do? I started the bathwater. Yep. Right? Yep, okay. you did. Thank you. And then another good piece of advice was from my mom. And she said, never say never always. So she's like, never say never and also never say always. Um, mm-hmm. And why is because you can get really caught up. And I, I like that night, I could have been like, you never do anything you know you always ask me to do stuff well that's not true you actually do a lot of stuff all the time and you don't always ask me to do stuff like you just ask me to do this one thing which is yeah. easy for me to do like and it's so easy for somebody whenever you come in and you like say one thing you haven't had to it's like oh you never do this you always do that and like that's actually just not true yeah. and it's just very dramatic and being dramatic could actually make you you know more mad and there's no point in that so that was really good well, advice and, and and that can create like a false narrative too if you just yeah. constantly keep believing that because yeah. you might believe it it's like oh he always does that but it's like he doesn't always do that it's not true so that was good good, good advice um okay next question is from well, that question was from rachel so thank you next question is from anna favorite memory with honey so far i was thinking i was gonna say like all of her first moments like her yeah. first time coming home her first bath her first time in the sand like mm-hmm. her first time to sleep through the night which just recently happened her first that was a great memory. her first time to roll over like it's just so sweet and yeah her first smile yeah it's just so cool to like see you know life through the eyes of a newborn like she's mm-hmm. seeing everything fresh and so the firsts are just so cool yeah well she's um, she's just not gotten to the point where like she is so aware so she knows like what her hands are and kind of how to move them and she really only knows how to move them into her mouth. She loves see her hands. She loves yeah. her hands. And it's so sweet. Like, she knows who we are now. And it's so cute. Like, mm-hmm. every time she sees me, she just grins. She smiles with her whole facial eyes. And she can't say anything yet, obviously. She's just three months. But it's so cute because I go, where's your mama? And every time I say it, she smiles. It's so cute. So we have, like, a million favorite memories with Honey, like, it's just the best thing ever to be a mom, and I'm sure it's the best thing ever it's to be a dad. It's the best thing ever to be a dad, yeah. And it's just the greatest. I love girl it so dad much. is the best. Girl dad. Love it. You're a great girl dad, babe. Spring is a great time to start something new, right? So whether it's cleaning or a new hobby or a new audiobook, a good story is always a great way to start a new journey and Audible has all that you need. I come from a family of great storytellers, so I know Audible is the home of storytelling, which is where I want to be. Audible lets you enjoy all your favorite audio entertainment together in one app. There's always something new to discover or you can rediscover some of your old favorites. Audible has an incredible selection of audiobooks from every genre like bestseller, 
bestsellers, new releases, memoirs, mysteries, and thrillers, business, and more. It is the destination for mind-blowing entertainment with selections of mystery and thrillers that will keep your heart racing. And with next listen recommendations, there's always something irresistible at your fingertips. Plus, members get full access to a huge and growing selection of included audiobooks and audible originals and even podcasts like, well, that's good. So you can download them or stream them anytime, anywhere. Audible members can also pick one title each month to keep from the entire catalog, which is some serious benefits, y'all. The newly included selection of titles makes your Audible membership even more valuable and gives you the chance to discover your next favorite thing. With thousands of titles available, you're definitely going to find something that you love all in one convenient app. So I know some of you are into, you know, thrillers, crime, mystery. And I got to be honest, that's not really been my thing. So I told Bella, okay, Bella, tell me what I could like listen to that wouldn't scare me, but I would like be into it. And she told me about this title called The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And so I started it and John Luke loved it too. And so I'm just now on the cusp of it. And y'all, let me tell you, it is very entertaining. You do want to listen to see what happened next. So if y'all are into that, Audible is a great place to find those too. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash Woe or just text Woe to 500 500. That's audible, A U D I B L E dot com slash Woe or text Woe to 500 500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. Okay, next question is What boundaries did you set in your dating relationship? And this is a really great question. Honestly, we kind of went a different route than just having like if you're talking about physical boundaries, which we can talk about other boundaries too, I guess there's a lot of different boundaries, but physically speaking, um, we didn't say like, we're not going to do this, this and this, and we are going to do this, this and this, like, here's the boundary. Because I do feel like when you have a boundary, like you typically just go to the boundary line, right? Like you teeter that. Yeah. yeah and then you just cross it and then you feel bad as like all this stuff. And like, we just wanted to not make it such a, like, there's a line, but more just like we have a relationship with God and like we're pursuing God and we're pursuing God's plan for our, our life and for our relationship. And God's plan is purity and God's plan is one man, one woman for marriage. And um, mm-hmm. I will say like that wasn't our that wasn't what our past looked like, you know, mm-hmm. but we had an opportunity when we came together for our future like, different than like people that we did in the past. And we both wanted God's plan. We wanted to pursue that. And so together we made a decision, hey, we're going to do that. And um, that looks like purity. And that looks like this. And that was that boundary in the sense of like, you know, just conversations of before I pursue you, I'm going to pursue God. And then mm-hmm. out of that relationship, that's going to cause me to love you the best yes. that I can. It's going to make me be more yep. patient with you and more loving and gracious. And, yep. and if I get those two mixed up, then I'll start, you know, putting you on this pedestal that you can't live up to. So I think That's that was true. the boundary that we really talked about a lot. Yeah. So the biggest boundary is definitely like loving God first and then loving each other. And that's still true. Like, mm-hmm. I hope that's always our life, that we love God first and we love each other. And then we love our family and our friends and people, you know. Um, and so, yeah, that was a boundary. And I will say, like, I think so many people think like the purity talk like is just like what you say up front. And you're just like, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is that. This is that. But actually, it's, like, such a gradual conversation. Like, we talked about that so many times, and we're, like, we pursue God's plan. We want God's plan, you know. Um, We prayed a lot together about that. And I think that was really 
beneficial and helpful for us that we were constantly in communication about that the the stronger we had feelings for each other the more in love we were the closer we were to marriage um that was just an important conversation um next question is do you take sermon notes slash what are your favorite sermons right now great question we love sermons sermons are our favorite that's weird yeah in college i took notes every sunday but for some reason i just don't really right now but you do listen to a ton of sermons. I, I listen to sermon like four or five times a week. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite sermons right now, it's a sermon series from Matt Chandler. He went through Revelation. It was like January to no, not February. It was like February to like April. So it was like 10 sermons, just straight up Revelation. And it was so good. It's There's no sermon series has impacted me spiritually the way that that, that one has. I think I've listened to it like two or three times through. Yeah, it was really, really, really good. Um, my favorite sermons to listen to is Priscilla Shire. I love her. I listened to this uh, message that she preached. I just listened to this one clip of it called Who's Your Daddy? Like so much. How many times have I listened to that? All the time. I can like quote it whenever she says, um, and every day I look in the mirror and I tell myself, girl, Who's your daddy? And you know what I tell myself? I say he is the first and the last. He's the beginning and the end. He's the keeper of creation and the creator of all. He always was, always is, always will be. Unmoved, unchanged, undefeated, and never undone. He was bruised but brought healing. I can keep going, but I'll stop. At Priscilla Shire. But yeah, that is Priscilla Shire. But I I, I say that to say I uh, maybe not take notes like I write it down, but I like get it in my heart. And I listen to it over and over and over again until like I I know it and I learn it because like those words really matter to me. And like, you know, you can listen to a sermon all day long, but until you apply the teaching, um, it won't have an effect on your life. And that really means a lot to me, that message, because there are times like I doubt myself, but I don't mm-hmm. doubt God. And so I want to look in the mirror and remind myself like, okay, it doesn't really matter who I am. My God is the first and the last. He's the beginning and the end. He's the keeper of Christian, the creator of all. And so like hearing the words she gave me really blessed me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that that means a lot. And there's a sermon from her called Identity in Christ I really like. And then another sermon from Passion that she preached that was... Um, on the armor of God. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I really like that. I love Christine King, too. And, I yeah. mean, really, you can yeah. name Matt, anyone. And yeah. I, Matt and Louie are my two. They're my two go-tos. Yeah. Louie. We love Louie. Um, yeah. So many great ones, though. I mean, I could go on a list of all the people that we love and listen to. But right now, Matt Chandler, Louie, Priscilla Shire, Christine Kane. Um, oh, gosh, I could name so many. But start there. Start there. Start there. We'll start there. Um, okay. Is there such a thing as the right person, wrong time? Yeah, for real. I mean, think about it. Christian's the right person for me, but had we met when my sister met Christian three years before we met, two years before? Yeah, mm, something like that. About two years before we met, it would have been the wrong time. Wrong time. We would not have been ready for each other. But if I met you, then I would have been, (laughs) I would have thought it was the right time. (laughs) <laughs> that's really sweet do you really think what, you would have what i i think i i mean you probably looked at me and said well he probably needs to mature a lot more but then i've been like yo i'll get there <laughs> that's i'm saying silly. it probably would have been a different of perspective of capability <laughs> <laughs> of <laughs> who hey, is this guy but look at you you're amazing thank you um what are you reading in scripture right now jeremiah 
And I just, <laughs> Jeremiah. Well, so I, I'm almost finished with Jeremiah, and then I usually read a few Psalms a day, and then I'm back and forth just flipping through the New Testament. But with Jeremiah, just the idea, it's just so cool just to see how much he prophesies. And I'm pretty sure in the New Testament, Jesus quoted Jeremiah more than any, any other. Did really? Wow. Book. I'm pretty sure. That's cool. I'm almost positive. Fact check, but that um, was really cool. But no, it's just it's just so cool to see how gracious God was with the Israelites and just those people, um, and just constantly how disobedient they were. But then when they would be when they would be obedient, it was like a little glimpse, and then God would be gracious, mm-hmm. and they'd be disobedient, and He'd be angry. So it was just this like yeah. thing of just just reminding us of just how much God desires us to be. Yeah. obedient what was really cool because christian was telling me about that was that yesterday that mm-hmm. that's what you're reading that's what god's teaching you and i was like that's so cool because i've been thinking about that like with honey like god has really like taught me about grace because like like it's just amazing to think that god sees me in a greater way even than i see honey because the grace and the love i have for her is like so unmeasured like Mm -hmm. she can literally cry for three hours and spit up all over me and i would be so stressed out out of my mind and be like oh my gosh this is so hard and all this stuff and then she like literally stops and she like smiles and goes "Ooh," and i'm like i love you so much and like forget the three hours that just happened like there's just so much grace and i just think about like wow like god loves me like that like the minute like i turn to him and i'm like dad or like god i need you Mm -hmm. like god i love you god i'm sorry like it's just so cool to think that he loves me like that and he meets me with that kind of grace that you know i meet my daughter with and hopefully will for the years to come Mm-hmm. In an imperfect way, but God's is perfect. And so for Christian to say that about in Jeremiah that God just had so much grace on his people, even though like they were so bad, you know, and you think like, gosh, like God, like, yes, you punished, yes, he punished him. Yes, he did things, but like constantly whenever they turned back to him, he was there, you know, and I just think that's really cool. Um, God definitely, when you're a parent, you, you just like think about God in a new way. And I just told God the other day, I was like, thank you for like describing yourself to us as the father and us as your children. Cause now that I understand that love, that is the coolest thing ever. Oh, and what I'm reading in scripture right now. So actually I've been working on my book, um, for the past few months. It's been crazy. Typically people have a year for a book process, 12 months. I had from March until I turned it in last night like my book and my journal and all the edits for all of it so um that was a very no 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 that was a very expedited process and that was a little bit crazy especially with the newborn um and i'm also working on my sermon for the end of this month and all that so right now in scripture i'm kind of everywhere i'm all over reading like more so verses at a time which used to i like to read um like books at a time and right now i'm kind of like focusing on this verse, focusing on that verse for specific things that I'm talking about. But the verse has kind of been like on my heart for the most lately is when Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that's so powerful. And one of the things I'm kind of writing about, talking about is that so many times in our life, like to get us where we're going, we think, okay, I need to do it my way. I'm going to create my truth and I'm going to live my life. And that's the outcome I want, but that's actually not the outcome. That outcome never gets us what we want and never gets us where we're going. And so when we replace all those minds, we actually, Jesus is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. That's who I'm going to follow um, to get to the Father. That's actually 
that's the true life I want to live. That's the true way I want to go. And that's really the truth that I believe. So that's been like the scripture that's kind of been a thread throughout everything I've been working on and reading right now. Um, Okay, how do I let people who are not healthy for me to be around go without hurting them? Um, So this is kind of a hard question because situations are so different. Um, I would say... You don't have to make some like big deal about it, right? Like you don't have to like come to them and be like, you are hurting me, you're terrible, and I'm leaving, bye. Like don't do that. That's just not necessary. Like take it up with the Lord. Be like, God, this is really hurting. I don't want to hurt them, but like I need a boundary. And then just create boundaries with the, that person, you know? If they want to go to lunch, just you're, you're busy today. I'm sorry, but like hope you have a great day. Like you can be really kind, um, but also you can be clear. Clear is kind. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can say, I'm not going to be able to go today. Hey, I, I need to take a step back for a little bit. Um, or you can be honest and you can say, this is hurting me. Um, and I, the way that this relationship is, is just not very healthy for me. And I'm going to take a step back. You can do that. Um, I would just encourage you, like, before you do that, before you have a conversation with a person, like, have a conversation with God and really be at peace with what you're going to say. Because if you don't, you'll go into it and it'll just be like an argument and a fight and you'll not be heard and your words will be jumbled and you just won't get anywhere. Yeah, I was going to, yeah. You don't want to, like, just blow up and tell them while they're the worst person. No, Um, that never works, ever. Yeah, no, that doesn't work. Um, But, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think being honest is, definitely the best way to go about it and even because even you know being honest with them in that way that can even maybe elevate them you know to be better than what they're being you yep. know like so you, you kind of call them to a higher purpose and you kind of you know for some people that might even wake them up to say you know what i'm not being the best friend yeah. so thanks for telling me that i needed to hear that so sometimes being honest yeah truly does and that's how i say like change. it's so like circumstantial like it's so like the person like it it's somebody that like needs to be in your life it's a family or close friend like the conversation's necessary like go to them and say you know i'm going to need um to talk about this because it's really hurting me the way that you're speaking to me the way that you're treating me that's worth the conversation um but if it's somebody that's like not does not need to be in your life anyways i think that's when you don't have to blow up you just kind of take a step back (laughs) get a little boundary um okay how do you be a good sister and a friend to a roommate who is constantly driving you crazy? Good question. That is a good question. Um, I feel like you get... Well, I don't know how to be a sister. That's I true. do know how to be a bro. And a friend. And a, Yeah, and a friend, yeah. Um, my, I'm a pretty confrontational person, so my way might not be the most constructive. Um, I would just bluntly just say you're driving me crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if that's, like, the best know, yeah, advice I ever. Really, I don't really get cis, like, girly, like, what's the Well, boys are different. Like, guys could literally be like, hey, bro, you're being annoying. And the guy's like, oh, okay. But, like, if a girl did that, the other girl would cry and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. That's so, like, awkward. I can't believe you said that to me. So, yeah, probably don't do that. Um, but if you are getting annoyed with the person, again, I would say confront them, talk to them. Um, you know, maybe you're annoyed because they don't pick up. We'll say, hey, like, it would really mean a lot to me if you would pick up after yourself. Um, or maybe you're annoyed because they come home super late hey, like, I know that you live your life and all of mine, but it would really mean a lot to me if you let me know when you're coming home mm-hmm. so I don't have to stay up with the door. Like, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, well, it's even like that last question, just being honest. Yeah. Just being you just honest. have to be honest. And yeah. again, like, kind is clear. Um, 
I don't know where that mm-hmm. came from, clear is kind, kind is clear, but my friend has a t-shirt that says that, so mm-hmm. that's why I always say that. But anyways. Um, well, it's even like, because if you just let those things fester and you're not honest, then you're going to get more You're going to just blow up and then that's not good for anybody. Yep. So I think those True. are the things. Not constructive. And you'll help them become a roommate for someone else or a future spouse. Like, or a future spouse. I'm yeah. glad for the times that my roommate said something to me that was, um, you know, good for me to hear because I think I'm a better wife for it. There you go. Right. Um, like one thing it's funny, um, whenever I live with some girls in Nashville were like my best friends ever, none of them ever took the lint out of the dryer. And I was like, Why do you not take the lint out of the dryer? And none of them even knew you were supposed to do that. So that's just funny, but like I was like getting kind of like annoyed because it kept building up, but like they didn't even know you were supposed to do it. So that's as soon as just, I told them I was like, bad. Oh, which yeah, okay. I don't know why they didn't know that, but it was kind of funny. That's just bad. But like Again, you don't know where someone's coming from, so you should just say it. Um, okay, advice for incoming college freshmen on finding a church. That's I'm going to let question. you take this because I did not go to college. That's a good question. Um, <clears throat> I think community is the biggest aspect of that. You know, finding people <clears throat> who are your age that are attaining that. So for me, when I went to college, the church that I went to, it was basically like primarily... 75, 80% college students. So for me, already that was the community. Um, so whoever's the incoming, incoming college freshman to find a church, I think just find people who are your age that are attending the same church um, and find people who are your age that are actually on fire for God that are not, you know, leaving that high school stage but still kind of quasi want to go to church but not. Yeah. <laughs> why? I, I, that's a good word. <laughs> I love that. I just realized that from the start, I never told you looking at camera and even looking at the TV. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, back to my answer. Yeah, you should have told me that before we started, bro. Um, I know. So what I was saying was find a community of people that are your age that are act- actively pursuing a relationship with God. Maybe not where your sorority sisters or fraternity brothers are going, but find a place where people actually want to pursue God. We have a monitor over here where we can see ourselves. And I think Christian thought you were supposed to look in that. Uh, clearly, <laughs> where I've been looking for 25 minutes. Oh my gosh. Okay. That was a really good answer. Though. I was not laughing about that. Thank I was you. truly laughing about the fact that I just noticed that. Thank okay. You. How do you handle conflict in relationships? Be honest. All the things, be honest. All the things. Yep. And just, I would say, my friend has this, like, a 24-hour rule. Like, don't let it go 24 hours without saying it. Mm-hmm. And I think that is important. Like, if I need to address something with Christian, like, I should not wait until two days from now to address it. It doesn't matter if you're tired. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter if you're tired or busy. Like, you, you say it. Because there have been times where one of us will say something. And it's like, why didn't you tell me that two yeah. days ago? Or three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. What was the thing the other day? You were like... Actually, this kind of upset me. And I was like, that was like two months ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, yeah, if things upset you at the moment, just talk about it. That's so don't, don't wait. And then you hear some keyword. And say, actually, yeah, that actually really upset me. It's like, I, well, in my mind, I'm like, no in my mind, though, I'm like, oh, I'll get over it. But no it's, you really about. should just say it, even if it's small. Because then, yeah, two months go by and he says something. I'm like, speaking of that, actually. <laughs> speaking yeah, of that, yeah. I'm not proud of that. Uh, that's why I said that. This can get better. Mm-hmm. And that's <laughs> humble. And I really appreciate that. Thank Sadie you. Sadie is the most humble person. 
Are you being serious? Yeah, I'm not joking. I knew, I knew you were joking, but it sounded sarcastic. No, I was being serious. You're the most humble person. That's so sweet. Thank you. You've said that before, and that always means a lot. That's so sweet. You're so humble, too. Thank you. Um, I think humility is one of, like, the things that in our life that everyone, like, should definitely pay more attention to. Like, I think, you know, a lot of people read the Bible and, like, see all these other attributes. Like, we need to be joyful. We need to have peace. We need to be confident. But, like, I think being humble is, like, really at the root of a lot of things. Oh, sure. um, humble and contrite heart. Yeah, like, to be humble ourselves, to exalt the God and to humble ourselves and not be prideful to learn and to become better. Like, I think it's really essential to becoming new, a new creation. Mm-hmm. Um, so thanks for saying that. That's the highest compliment you could give me. Um, okay, fun questions. Does pizza go on pineapple? Which I believe they meant to say, does pineapple go on pizza? Or maybe the fun it's question was fun the question. fact that you put pizza on a pineapple. Okay, if you're asking if pineapple should go on pizza, yes, 100%. Yes. I love pineapple mm. on pizza. Well, pineapple on pizza is for the for like the person who's like wanting to be healthy, but also being like, I kind of want pizza. I've never thought of pineapple pizza, pizza as healthy, but thank you. No, I'm saying pineapples. I'm not saying yeah. I'm saying pineapple. I know, but they're like from the can, I'm sure. Well, maybe. Well, <laughs> That's it. Fruit to fruit. Well, it's actually kind of funny because I always mean to order Hawaiian pizza. And one time I, or- <laughs> I was so mad. Uh, I hadn't eaten so meat nice. in like a month and I was very excited to get back to eating meat. Um, what was it? I guess I was fasting or we something. We saw that, that Netflix documentary. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we were like, let's like not do meat. And so then yeah. we didn't. And like 30 days go by. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get a Hawaiian pizza. And I, <laughs> I accidentally said pineapple pizza. And so we get the pizza, and it doesn't have meat on it. It's just cheese and pineapple. You were very disappointed. I don't recommend that. That's not very good. Okay, and lastly, this is a question that you all have been waiting for. If you missed out on buying a ticket to the Ella Sister Conference, is there any way that you can get one? We actually had a lot of DMs about this, and I'm here to tell you, even though it sold out, we actually can provide tickets. We are opening up 50 more seats, so we have 50 tickets going on sale right now as we speak, and you guys listening to the podcast are the first to hear about it. I'm not going to post it on my Instagram for at least a day, so y'all have 24 hours to go get the last 50 tickets, and we will see you there August 27th and 20th. 28th in West Monroe, Louisiana, and it is going to be so legit. Too legit to quit. We're actually maybe going to do this in person, aren't we? What? I know. I actually haven't even told you that till today, but we're going to be doing a Q&A together, um, and we're excited, and we're going to get the questions from the audience, so if you want to see this live and in person, I'm sure you do, after how, how great we did today, Thank you. <laughs> come to the Ella Sister Conference 2021. It's going to be epic. Swipe up. Swipe up.